0: Get a rule never to get involved in this people.
1: Actually it's more of a guideline rule.
2: And I know what I saw and that's not what you're telling me what I saw I- Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. And I am sick. <laughs> I'm sick. Oh. Myron is a little under the weather. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've been under the weather all week. It's not cool. It's not cool. You know, it started out with uh it started out with just a, like a head cold. Then my nose got stuffed up, but only on one side. you ever have that? You you get it on one side. Yeah. And then you lay your head, you know, with the nostril that is stuffed up facing the ceiling. (laughs) Right. And then it kind of gravity pulls your stuffed (laughs) nose to your other nostril. That's awesome. Right. So then you turn over to the other side. And so it keeps switching. But when that one nostril that was stuffed up clears... (laughs) <laughs> From the gravity, it feels so good, but then it's you know, and then I got a cough, and so now every time I cough, it feels like I have a a broken rib
2: oh it 's terrible stuff. Man. biology is so much fun. you talk about snot oh yeah, mucus C-
1: <laughs> coughing up phlegm, I love it so, you I know, love it now, <clears throat> nobody knows this yet, but I drive a truck. So I'm driving yesterday, 70 miles an hour, got to roll the window down. You know, 300 miles. Yeah. Spitting out a window. (laughs) Hawking Lugies. Hawking Lugies out a window.
2: (laughs) It it, it flies back. Now, see, do you ever aim for the other cars that are like behind you? The
1: aerodynamics (laughs) on a truck are messed up because normally when you're in a car, the wind pushes whatever you throw out, spit. condom whatever goes to the back of the car right yeah well in the truck it's split in half if you throw it well no it's split into threes actually because at the back of the window if you if you spit like out the back of the window it'll come right back in to the
2: back okay that's no fun
1: if you spit kind of towards the front of the window it'll go forward towards the front of the truck Right. Wow. Because the wind is actually going faster than the truck. Okay. In the same direction, by <laughs> because of the mirror and some other things. But so you you got this little sweet spot in the center of the window where everything will
2: fly to the back. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it. Now, it, how long though did it take you to figure that out? Like, how many loogies were ended up on your windshield?
1: Well, that's <laughs> the thing about having common sense. It doesn't take very long. You know, once I'm, it would wiping, take me ten tries. When when I'm wiping my loogie off of the windshield in front of me, you know, you or, or it comes back truck. and hits me in the ear, ooh, you know, ooh. I, I kind of find that sweet spot.
2: I've got this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I find never that. again. Yeah, never again. Oh my god, that's awesome. That is awesome. So, uh, what are we talking about today, man?
1: You're going to tell me about Amityville now. Now yes. I I only know I've seen the movie. Of course, I've seen a documentary. Did you watch the documentary? Well, I watched eight. There's several documentaries. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I watched a very recent documentary on not particularly the first family, not the DeFeo family, and not really particularly on this on. The second the Lutzes. Okay. This was about the couple that went in and did the investigation. Apparently. The Warrens. The okay. Warrens. And it was now it had the kid, Danny Danny. L- it had Danny Lutz telling the story and he wasn't a he, he was an adult. Now it was pretty because yeah, it, it was only a couple years ago. This so,
2: that was the uh, the my Amityville horror documentary. Maybe. Yes.
1: I don't remember the name. Yeah. I, I do remember that he was telling the story, and they had mentioned in it that the story seems to get... Every time Danny tells it, he tells a worse story. like a worse like version like, of it. Yeah, like, like, like he adds things that he never mentioned before. It's like sure. he... It, and they were trying to debate whether or not his memories are influenced in any way like like okay so 10 years ago you you had this version and here it is 10 years later and now you have now you're
2: saying something completely different yeah
1: you're saying well it's not completely different there's just more added
2: oh i see to it you see and and
1: and that was the problem because you don't gain memories over time you lose memories over time correct he gains memories over time
2: and i i I can almost feel his pain a little bit because I will say this, like, I wrote that book, that first book, When Ghost Hunting Goes Wrong, and I have told that story zillions of fucking times since the book's come out. Yeah. My initial intent was to tell that story one time with the book and be done with it. Yeah. And now it's like, that's what we talk about. You know, when I do all these radio interviews and things like that, that's what comes up. And yeah. then we did the documentary, which is just re freaking telling the same damn story. So I get it. But I also don't add add to the story. I yeah, that's literally a, that's t- telling the exact same story over and over again.
1: Yeah. You don't add no new things <clears throat> to the story because if you did it's gonna dick it, with your credibility. Yeah, it takes away a little bit of credibility. Yeah. And and that was the, the deal with the thing. So so, getting back to it, that's, that's all I know about the Amityville. Seen the movies. Right. You know, a lot of fiction there. Seen yeah. a documentary. That's all I know. So you're going to educate me today.
2: Well, okay. So let's first, let's just start off real quick. Back, this was in... 1965. This yeah, the, I don't believe that. The, it like, <laughs> I'm already, I already got a problem with this story. No, go ahead. No, this was when the DeFeo family purchased the house, the Amityville house. Yeah. This was in 1965. <clears throat> now, they lived in the house for nine years. Okay, this is what people don't quite understand, is they were there for the better part of a decade uh-huh. before the shit went down. Okay. Well, well, let me
1: give you a perspective on this because sure. for people who don't really give a shit. Okay. <laughs> the story now they came out with the first movie and that was about the DeFeos. That was based off of the DeFeo story. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bec- well, well, they ch- didn't they change it to where the father I tried- think
2: that was the second movie. I think the second movie, minus the James Brolin. <laughs> the
1: guy with the beard was yeah, the James one from in the first movie.
2: James Brolin, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, didn't they die in that movie? It's Shit, been so know. long it's since I it. has been I've forever
2: seen. since I've even seen it.
1: I, I I think people are concentrating
2: on the Lutz family. That was, that was the bearded dude. The Lutz family. It was, it was surrounding the Lutz family, the initial movie that came out. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Nobody really concentrates on the Defeos. DeFeos, especially because I don't think the movies were about the DeFeos,
2: right? The ultimate because any any person that owned that house before that incident, okay, was I mean they had nothing but good things to say about the house, nothing, nothing strange. Ever happened in the house to them? Nothing, and the DeFeos were the exact same way. Nothing strange happened to them. However, they had a son. Um, what? What the hell was his name? Oh my god! Well, they called him. They called him Butch. Okay, that was his nickname. Was Butch? But um, was he Butch? I don't even know, man. Okay, but I mean, his name is Ronnie DeFeo. Now, Ronnie was the one that then went through the house that one evening and killed every member of his family. Well, see,
1: now you just jumped to the
2: end of the story. No, that's not even close to the end of the story. Well, yeah, but you jumped to the end of their story. What I'm saying is nothing strange was ever reported to have happened in that house up until that moment.
1: Are you saying there's no information which talks about the progression of this kid's Psyche, up <gasps> yes. until the point where he murders no, his family. No, there
2: is. Absolutely. So here, let me read this to you right now. This is from AmityvilleMurders.com. It says, The DeFeos lived in the house for more than nine years until, on November thirteenth, nineteen 1974, the years of abuse and turmoil from Big Ronnie came to a head.
1: No wait. Who's Big Ronnie?
2: Big Ronnie be, would be the, be the daddy. So there's Ronnie the the son yeah okay so they're saying that the dad was abusive i think what happened was he had a teenage son he was a smart ass he liked to bully people around especially his you know brothers sisters whatever and he fucking snapped who's snapped? Yeah. The, the the dad son. No, the, son? the son the son snapped the son was the one that killed everybody yeah
1: but you well what you just said yeah. is that the that he was a punk, right?
2: I think he was probably a smart mouth piece of shit. Yes, and got
1: some abuse from his dad, most likely, and it was de- deserved because he was a punk. Maybe, possibly, yeah,
2: maybe, possibly, but I'm not in any way condoning like child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, <laughs> that's I'm, what saying. I'm saying is that it, it. So what I'm saying is it was, uh, yeah, okay. So it was nine years, and it was November thirteenth, nineteen seventy four. Yeah. When Ronnie DeFeo went through the house and killed every member of his family with a high-powered rifle. Now, how do you do that? I'm asking, like, how do you walk through a house, a a big house, a fairly good-sized house, how do you walk through this house and blow people away with a rifle? Who did he start with? I would assume. I don't know for a fact, but I would assume that he killed probably dad first, mom second, and then siblings. That would be okay. If I were a killer, yeah, <laughs> take out the biggest threat first, yeah, and then work your way down.
1: Yeah, and this is how, this is how it happens. He walks <laughs> into the room. Yes, blows his dad away. Yeah. Right. Okay. Bam.
2: Now every That's member. That's the first shot. But every member of this family then is also found lying face down. Now I don't know if they were all sleeping in that in that way. Yeah. But they're all found face down. Mom
1: wakes up. What are you doing? Bam.
2: Before she could probably even finish the sentence. Yeah. She's gone.
1: Now how how you have a daughter? How old is your daughter?
2: Me? Yeah. My daughter is five.
1: Same as mine. Yep. Right? Yep. She can sleep through A nuclear holocaust. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, once you take out the mom and the dad, it's pretty easy
2: pickings. However, you had some... (coughs) I know that in the family there was a couple that were older than that. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking prepubescent, like adolescent type people.
1: Well, like a 10-year-old, 11-year-old.
2: Right. Mm. Uh, Their exact ages, I'm not sure. But yeah, you know? Yeah. You would think they would be jarred.
1: Yeah, they could sleep through anything. They possibly could. They're puppies.
2: (laughs) Any hooser. So.
1: So he kills the dad. Yeah. So he killed
2: his entire family.
1: Mom wakes up. First thought goes through his head. I order you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting there <laughs> but then okay so then obviously you know ronnie he's taken to jail obviously he's taken to jail he doesn't really have much of a recollection of <coughs> of the incident mm-hmm. but he does remember. i wouldn't either but he does remember certain things now i'm gonna get to that in a minute okay yeah then we all know what happens next the lutz family you know takes over they, uh, yeah, but hold on.
1: What? You're missing a whole lot of story. Like there. what? Well, first of all, I yeah. want to know what he because look, they didn't shoot him. The cops didn't shoot the kid. No, he, he went, went to prison. Right. He went to
2: trial. He went to prison. And now he's you know, what, rotting in a cell. He
1: said he did this because what?
2: You want to know why? That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. part I'm getting to. Like, well, I'm going to get there, eventually. Okay, you, I'm, I'm going to bring this full circle. You just home. tell this how you want to. <laughs> Go ahead. Let, no, let me let me do this. Let me let me. All, I will answer your question right now. He claims, yeah, that he, like I said, didn't doesn't remember a lot about actually like the actual murders themselves. Uh-huh. What he does remember is being visited by a very dark. Figure who basically told him, and these are the exact words. Are you ready? <laughs> Pain.
0: How dare you use that word? <laughs> Go ahead.
2: He says that this dark figure then says to him, to slay utterly, suffer the children unto me. Hold on. You got that? You got that audio? <laughs> Okay, um, say it again. Slay utterly. Suffer the children unto me. Now that's gonna come up that's gonna come up again. Yeah. Okay. That phrase is going to come (coughs) up again. What was it again? Slay utterly. Slay utterly
1: Suffer the children unto me. Suffer the children unto me.
2: Now, here's another thing that the black figure told him.
1: Did he say the parents, too? Suffer the children and the parents what unto he, me. Then,
2: the, then this dark figure told him where the gun was, how to use the gun, who to kill first, and how to move through this house. Because the police were baffled at how he could do this. And the neighbors, literally feet away. Could hear nothing.
1: Is there audio of him saying this?
2: Uh, no, probably somewhere. Or it's I don't just know. A written, I don't have it. Some a written statement that you read, most likely. Okay, yeah. So I, but anyway, well, where was the? It was his dad's gun, though, wasn't it? I fuck, I don't know. I have no idea whose gun it was. It was a gun. It was just a rifle. Did he got if, if in it the house? Yeah. So most likely it was dad's gun. So he knew where it was. But I mean, Ronnie DeFeo was also like eighteen or nineteen at the time of doing all this. Yeah. So I mean, he could have got a gun. Easily, but regardless, he also said, you know, that this dark figure told him how to kill, how to do this,
1: which goes back to why they were all laying face down. Like, Maybe possibly, like like they weren't even disturbed.
2: Maybe possibly. Okay. It was. Have you looked at some of the the crime scene photos? I think so. They're disturbing. I think they showed them in the. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they're, they're disturbing. I mean, my god, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. That's that's Ronnie. OK, that's Ronnie to fail running to fail. And then this is where the Lutz family gets a hell of a deal on the house. There's different accounts. OK, there's different prices. But um, I've seen they got the uh, the the house for sixty thousand dollars. I've seen eighty thousand dollars. OK, so
1: it's not a big house.
2: It's not that big of a house, but it is it looks gorgeous and it has the nice you know it's got the water in the back it's and, got a it's got oh, a boat house, yeah,
1: a driveway for a boat
2: right right
1: uh it's right on the shore of a lake, however, this is back in this is when did the Lutzs buy the house
2: uh they bought it in uh seventy six Seventy-six.
1: So sixty thousand dollars in nineteen seventy-six is a lot of
2: money. It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I mean, so I don't know if it was sixty or eighty. I've seen two different numbers thrown around. Let's just say they bought the house. They got the, but they they got the house. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now they're only in the house. The Lutz family is only in the house for twenty-eight days. They didn't even literally. They didn't even make a single payment on the mortgage. In this time. Yeah. They returned it to the bank. They handed it over to the bank after that 28 days. Yeah. They left never to return because they said the paranormal activity was through the frickin' roof. Um, now, this is where, you know, people start saying, okay, well, Mr. Lutz was a money-hungry son of a bitch. Who made all this up looking to make a quick buck or whatever and totally fabricated this entire thing? But he knew what happened in the house before he bought the
1: house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think that he never planned on buying the house? Do you think he only planned on getting the bank loan for the house, moving in, and then coming up with this? and, And then the story giving the house back and then coming up with the story. Based off of the previous
2: event, it's very possible because if you watch that documentary that mm-hmm. you 're talking about, Danny is sitting there and he 's speaking about George Lutz like he's the world's biggest asshole, yeah, you he know hates his dad didn't like him that was not his biological father yeah, that was you know, but um George basically adopted all of these kids <clears throat> um but it had the kids change their names i mean he wanted possession of them those were going to be his kids yeah with his name
1: well here's something you know which, which kind of i want to give a little bit of credibility to to danny if yep. he hated george right if he really hated the guy then he wouldn't go along with this cockamamie story exactly
2: this is what danny is the only reason because i started thinking to myself i'm like oh well (coughs) maybe george was just lying this whole time and the amityville story has just been a lie from start to finish other than the the tragedy that happened with the DeFeo family
1: right oh because if i was danny and hated him i'd be like yeah he's
2: full of shit yeah exactly but now danny comes forward and starts speaking publicly about yeah. all of this. Makes that movie. Which was a freaking brilliant documentary. It really was. Yeah. But. Well he That's, that's he what make, lends then credibility. He didn't make the documentary. He was interviewed. Well he was interviewed. Yeah right. Yeah. Okay.
1: But yeah. Do you think he gets paid to do these interviews and.
2: Well I know for a fact that he does go to some of the same paranormal conferences. And whatnot That I do. Yeah. And I know he speaks. Yeah. And I know that. He does get appearance fees okay. for that. So absolutely. So, I, mean, I so think he's making some money.
1: Is, so if somebody said, look, we know you hate George, mm-hmm. but instead of calling him out and saying he was a fraud, how about we just pay you to pretend that what he <laughs> says is true? <laughs> Would you do it? I mean... Would yeah. would your would your greed override your See, your but then, animosity? But now you
2: got to think: How long is the money going to last? And you have to keep that lie going until the day you die. Well, I think didn't they say that
1: he he got into drugs and was a drug addict? And well, I mean, was kind of a loser.
2: Think about it. I mean, we're talking; it was like the mid to late seventies. It was probably the eighties by the time that was going on. You know. Yeah. Like. People smoke pot, man. Like, people do that no, sometimes. You know what I'm That's saying? Especially I'm at that about. age. That's
1: not what I'm talking
2: about. What are you saying?
1: Well, when I seen him in this documentary, sitting in a garage, I think he yeah. has a band. Yeah, he, he he's plays a guitar. killer
2: guitar player. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so he's very talented. What I'm saying is, is that he he didn't look like he
2: was doing too well. Now, he looked nervous. He looked very nervous. Like, I took from that story that he did not really want to talk about the story. No, I got
1: the opposite. Like I got was, that that he really wanted to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like, like like oh, like this yeah. is the only this is this is his claim. To, it, it, this yeah, is my you know what he brother. reminded me of a child actor that has right. no career now.
2: Right, right.
1: You know, like 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 uh, Leave It to Beaver. That, that's what he reminds <laughs> me of. Like he was super famous when he was a kid. He got all this attention. Right. It the the the. The the uh, the fame is over now, and right. now, and now he's grasping. You know what I mean, right? There's a, you know, out of all the guys in Star Trek that that go to conventions, <laughs> I think the one that has the most fun is Chekhov, because that's all he's got.
2: That's it. That's all <laughs> yeah, he's got.
1: You know, like look, Leonard Leonard Nimoy, he's right. still making movies. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. He does voiceover work and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Captain yeah. Kirk. Yeah. You know, he's a awesome-ass motherfucker. had a great career.
2: Now he's just doing Priceline
1: commercials. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Sulu. Hello. He <laughs> does
2: a lot of cameos stuff, too, though.
1: Yeah, he's getting real famous now, especially. And you, you know what? Uh, we're going to digress for a second.
2: Well, that's fine. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> fine.
1: I just got done reading an article the other day that this guy was saying that when he came out as gay 20 years ago, right. it ruined his career and he's telling other actors, Hey, don't come out because, don't do that. because it will ruin your career. <laughs> right. Even nowadays. Right. Yeah. Sulu comes out. Right.
3: Yeah.
1: And he freaking he's on a rocket. You know what I mean? Like it. Absolutely. It, because for one, I don't care if he's gay. He's amazing. You know, like, yeah, what does that matter? Oh yeah, yeah but, you know you get that the, the what, is it Family Guy that he was on or he oh, comes on and he go he just pops into the screen and he goes hello <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know hello <laughs> hey, whatever Anyways. that's awesome yeah so I don't think coming out would ruin your career no absolutely it no, no, no. didn't ruin his um, so so anyways Danny so, Danny uh, Lutz is the checkoff of. <laughs> of the paranormal <laughs> of the uh, you know what I mean like uh, that's the impression I got that he's he's, he's like, Is that
2: that's seriously what you got from that? That's though. what I
1: got from See, that. I got the exact opposite, man. I don't like, know, I, I don't know how you got it because because they even kind of allude to it in <sighs> in the documentary the one that I saw anyways cuz we're not even sure if we're talking about the same one. I think one. we are. I think we are, but they kind of allude to this. You know that Danny's not really doing so well. He doesn't really have a career. He's kind of well, just but, I mean, bumming around. And
2: one of the first scenes is him at his fucking shrink. You know, he's at his he's at this shrink. <sighs> yeah, what's he need a shrink for? Well, he doesn't. He didn't want to be there. You know, I think he did that to appease the the crew. You know yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh, well, and then he adds more to the story, and the story gets gets worse and worse and there's there's more elements added to it i mean is the guy bucking for more attention is he is he trying to get an, another book deal you well, know i mean the story's been told already
2: zillions of times yeah but we keep bringing it up you know what i'm saying like well, yeah. pop culture keeps bringing it up well I we're, mean,
1: we're bringing it up right now well, right? yeah
2: but i'm saying like ryan reynolds did that movie i mean they remade the original amityville movie
1: you know, with, with Ryan Reynolds,
2: yeah, and I don't even remember if it was like 2010 or I, 11. Or when. I
1: didn't even think about that, but you know what? I did see it, yeah, but I don't remember it because it is just not that important. Well, I remember more about the the original one, the guy with the, the beard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember more he's about that like, than Mother of God, Reynolds,
2: I'm coming so. apart.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you've got on The Shining. Oh, dude! No. Oh, great movie! Yeah, dude. You've got Stephen King's book. Right. And then you've got uh, the movie with Jack Nicholson. Which, right, right. Which, who is that director? Why can I not think of it, especially being a big movie guy like
2: I am? I couldn't even tell you. Yeah,
1: because I'm stupid.
2: They remade hey. that shit, too, though.
1: Okay, so then they take the 30-something guy. Yes. The long-haired kind of scraggly beard guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was on 30-something. <laughs> and then they remake the movie again, but this time based more off of Stephen King's book. Right. Because the other movie was kind of a fuck you to Stephen King. A little bit. A lot. So they, well, let me give you, for instance. Yeah. In the book, uh, the car that they drive up to the hotel yeah. is a red Volkswagen. Uh-huh. Right. That's in the book. That's also in the remake with the 30-something guy. Right. In the Jack Nicholson movie, they drive a yellow one. Oh. Right? Now, that, now that's like, okay, so what? It's a yellow one. Maybe they couldn't get a red one. No. When Scatman, the black guy, yeah. when he's driving up the highway trying to get to the hotel, yeah. he passes an accident. That's uh, kind of blocking his path. He's got to go around it. And the accident was a semi that had jackknife and rolled on top of a car.
2: What was the car?
1: It was a red Volkswagen. Oh, dude. (laughs) Now, if that is not symbolic, if that is not a big, hey, Steve, fuck you.
0: (laughs) Great book. Now kiss my ass. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But he does that throughout the whole movie. Wow. Well, the black guy has a huge role in it. In the book. And once he gets to the hotel, he does a bunch of things. Sure. In Jack's, in the movie with Jack, he gets to the hotel, instantly dies. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> now, Stephen King just wrote a sequel to that. It just came out. To the shiny? Dr. Sleep is really? what it's called. Now, it basically follows then young... Danny, right? Is that the boy's name? What was his name? In The Shining? In The Shining. Yeah, Danny. Danny. It follows now older Danny. Oh. It's supposedly, like, really good. My uh, Because
1: according to that, it wasn't about the hotel. It was about the fact that he could shine. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who
2: cares? Yeah, I'm telling you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but what was I going to say? <coughs> Shit, I don't even remember anymore. We're well,
1: we talking about uh, we dig- Yeah, we digress. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. Well, we you mentioned that they had it remade the Emilyville with uh,
2: right with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds with his with his abs. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so that has always been the the controversy: was George Lutz telling the truth? or was he lying? What what was going on? But then like did, you said, you know, Danny comes out and does all this. Well, now you're, you know, you're raising a good point. He's changing his story or at least has changed his story numerous times. Yeah. Does that affect his credibility? I think it does. I think it does too. I'm a, I mean, that's what I do. I tell stories. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, ultimately my job. But I am going to say, I'm gonna mention this too, along with Amityville. Okay. Uh-huh. Way back in the day, before Amityville, here in the the rolling cornfields of Iowa. <laughs> it's that. It's a tense. We had another set of murders. Okay. At the Velisca Axe murder house. Yes. Now, this is where eight people were found dead.
1: Before you get to that, because I know exactly where you're going, Uh I have have one more question that I really need to get, because if I ask it later, it won't make sense. Okay. They moved out of the house 28 days after being in it. 28 days. But they are the ones that hired the paranormal investigators to come in. Mm,
2: Did they? Did they hire them? Didn't they? Well, they didn't hire them. Well, how did they get
1: into the house if the
2: the house went back to the bank? The house did go to the bank. Yeah. So they must have contacted the Warrens beforehand. All I do know is this. I don't know the exact date that that actually went down, their investigation. Yeah. But I do know that they also had like a news crew with them when they came and did it. Mm-hmm. Like this was a very publicized event, you know? Yeah. Um. Let's see. It was August 30th of 1976 that they returned returned the home to the bank. Yeah. And it was September of 77, so just the very following year, when the book came out. The I, Amityville Horror. And George had wrote that book. No.
1: No. Uh,
2: um, it was uh, Jay Anson is the guy's name that wrote it.
1: Yeah, that's right. This He was contacted was, by... Right. George Lutz. By Lutz.
2: And then he wrote the what book. Was that his name, George Lutz? Yep. Yep.
1: Okay, so he contacts the guy. Yep. And he
2: re- had him cousin. basically write this book. Yeah, Best selling yeah, yeah. novel. And then it was 1979 that Hollywood came a calling. They made this freaking blockbuster movie because it was so yeah, fresh it still. Was it was the writer so- of the
1: book that got the investigators in there. Is Remember? that what it was? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. I yeah, know, yeah. You
2: know, man. I don't even know,
1: but there were two writers.
2: Were there two? Yes. See, now I did that not know see that. now
1: that yeah that was in that documentary. Weren't there? Now I could be wrong, and I'm not going to check my facts right now. I'm just going to spit this out. And if I'm no, wrong, yeah. I'm
2: wrong. Yeah, whatever.
1: Send us an email if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he contacted one writer, right? Yes, and another writer. I think wrote so. about it also, and one book became the number one seller, right. and was and the Hollywood was based off of that book. The other book kind of went into obscurity. I think so.
2: So they kind of yeah disagreed. The books did. I don't know. But okay, so when, so
1: the uh, Velisca acts right. Murders. So this is way before though. This when is, did those
2: happen? That was uh, June tenth. In nineteen twelve. June tenth, nineteen twelve. Nineteen twelve. What is that? That's your phone. Oh my gosh. I was like, what is that noise? That horrible noise. Whatever. Anyway. June tenth of nineteen twelve. Okay. Josiah and Sarah Moore were the people that were killed. That At, were the mom and dad. In the Velisca house. Correct. They had four children. And two girls uh, who lived uh, somewhere close to town were staying the night that night, and they were all brutally killed with an axe. This is an unsolved an unsolved murder. Okay, now <laughs> that is creeping me. Go right. ahead. <laughs> What's weird about it? Okay. Is- Like I said, it's unsolved. Nobody knows who the killer was, and there's only speculation. But one guy did confess. One guy confessed to the murders of this. Uh Now, this this story was so freaking huge. This is what knocked the Titanic off the front page of the newspapers, okay? The sinking of the Titanic. When
1: did the Titanic
2: sink? Hell, I don't know. Soon before that. Soon before that. Okay. But this is the story that literally went worldwide, from small-town Iowa yeah, worldwide. Yeah. Because how is it that somebody can kill eight people and not, I mean, completely unnoticed? 100% he did with, unnoticed. He did it with an ax. Now, I have personally been in this house five times. Nights. Overnights. I've spent many times... No, wait. Thinking. This kid
1: this kid gets an axe, goes around... It's kill, not a kid. This guy. This
2: guy, supposedly.
1: Was he... Did you say he was the father? No. He was his son? No. Just a guy.
2: Just a guy. This, and, and Didn't live in Specifically, the house. a preacher.
1: Oh, he was a preacher.
2: Did not live in the house.
1: Did not live in the house. A went, traveling minister. Went into the house, went around to each bedroom... Chop these motherfuckers up.
2: Now, here's what's interesting about it. The father, Josiah Moore, was the only person killed with the sharp edge of the axe. Everyone else was bludgeoned bludgeoned to death. So if you can imagine that, it's a horrible way to go. Six of these people were, were kids, children, you know. I mean, the dude is a sick fuck. Whoever did this is disgusting. Yeah, but <laughs> so, so appropriate. <laughs> um. So anyway, he, he this guy confesses. Reverend Kelly confesses to this. Okay. Yeah. And he says, "I I don't know exactly why I did it, but I felt compelled to do it. I had a dark figure visit me." And told me exactly who to kill, how to kill, where to get the axe, how to use the axe, yada, yada, yada. And said to me, slay utterly, suffer the children unto me. How jacked up is that? It's the exact same goddamn story, just earlier, 1910, as opposed to the 70s. He says, slay slay unto me. No, slay utterly.
1: Slay utterly.
2: Suffer the children unto me.
1: Okay. So he says that. Mm -hmm. A dark figure said that to him. Correct. So he goes up and he slaughters all these guys. Correct. In their beds. Right? They're in their beds. They're in their beds. None of them looked like they had even moved before he did this. And he didn't lay them out.
2: Instead of laying them out, what he what the killer did do was covered all the mirrors in the house. Okay. For whatever in reason. In the Villisca house. Correct. Okay. Covered all the mirrors.
1: So, that was 1912. 19, right. 1975 is when.
2: Like 74 or something.
1: 74, or whatever, is when
2: DeFeo. Right.
1: Goes around, kills his whole family, says the same thing. Right. Right? Okay, here's my question. And you may not know the answer, uh-huh. but you should. I should know the Because you're answer. the guy.
2: You're, I know what you're going to ask.
1: What am I going to ask? You're going to
2: ask, was Reverend Kelly's confession publicized?
1: No, that's not what I'm going to ask at all. Because, they said because who cares thing. if it's publicized? Because they that's said a, the same thing. That doesn't matter to me. I want to know... If the quote was published somewhere else.
2: Like maybe...
1: Disconnected. Another book.
2: Check your Bible. Yeah. Check the book of Ezekiel, because I believe that's exactly where it is. So the book of
1: Ezekiel... No, it doesn't
2: say that verbatim, but it does say that. What does it say? I don't even remember exactly. It says something close. But it says something very close, yes.
1: Wouldn't they just
2: say that quote? why because in in the the context of the bible it's not saying that it's saying it's talking about faith in you know suffer the children unto me yeah you know slay utterly does not mean to to slay utterly with does it say slay utterly
1: in the bible do you have a bible
2: i have plenty
1: give me a bible good lord hurry up you christian
2: one second (laughs) let me see where's my bible
1: oh looking for a bible I don't have the. I don't have the Amityville sound uh, effect.
2: (laughs) There's an Amityville sound effect.
1: Well, there's a Halloween one. Wait, let me look. I got my
2: Bible's all the way
1: in my bedroom. I got a chainsaw. Bell toll. Hurry up with your Bible looking. All right, and here he comes with the Bible. Ezekiel. All right. I had to run all
2: the way upstairs to my bedroom to get the Bible. Did you find it? No. I'm looking.
1: We're going to check it. I'm looking. We are fact- We are,
2: we are, we're going to do this. You know what we could do? You could just Google it right now. Tell me at least what verse.
1: That's the old-fashioned way of doing things.
2: Yeah, that is the old-fashioned way, but I don't want to read the entire book of Ezekiel trying to find this God-blessed sentence. Hey, that's the the new style. (laughs) That is the new style. Oh, you just want to know where it's at. Yeah.
1: Okay. Hey, everybody, we're going to Google something here. Uh, (laughs) How do you spell Ezekiel? uh e z e oh it's easy yeah like like e z e e z e <laughs> k i e l k i e l
2: uh what is it slay? slay utterly you watch i'm totally wrong like about even the book of ezekiel watch. well we need
1: to, we need to be right and yeah. that's the point and it doesn't fine. the point is not being uh is not not to be uh, right. It's it's uh, to at least we're... have
2: the facts. though.
1: all right. So here is the King James version. It's oh. Ezekiel nine six. Oh, I
2: was totally off. Okay, nine six.
1: Slay utterly, old and young, both Amen. maids and little children, and women. And women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark, and begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house.
2: So where is this? uh... Uh... So this says, utterly slay old and young men, maidens and little children and women. But do not come near anyone on whom... Is the mark and begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the elders who were before the temple. So, where is the the suffer, the children unto me? That's the, the part that I'm looking for. Because it's right, it needs to be right there, but it's not. But it is not. I have no idea where it I went. broke
1: my Google search.
2: What did you do? Regardless. Regardless. That is what both men said. And what's odd about the fact is like, that they both said the same thing. And both described a dark figure telling them how to kill these people. And did so in such a stealthy manner like especially DeFeo, you're walking through a house with a rifle? Yes. And you're gunning down your entire family and nobody hears anything. Nobody hears a thing. Like why? That's it's bizarre to me. Now was was DeFeo was he like jacked in the head most likely? I just want to I'm stuck on this quote thing
1: because because well, look if matter. it's if it's not in the Bible, I it mean it does slay, it does slay, say slay utterly, and it does say women and children. Yeah, but I want just don't kill the guy with the mark. That's what it says. But but here's the thing.
2: I mean, it has if they
1: both had the same quote, and neither and both their quotes were the same, but it's not the same as in the Bible,
2: right? Then where else was it publicized?
1: Where else was it publicized? Did he read it?
2: That I don't know. Because what they're doing then, because I don't know where it would say, suffer the children unto me. You know what I mean? So we're basically we're taking that little bit from what, Ezekiel 9-6? Yes. Is that what you said? Okay. So we're taking the first little bit of that. And combining it with probably another verse from somewhere else. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So basically what we're trying to establish is whether whether the quote's right or wrong, we're trying to establish that either A, this entity mm-hmm. visited both the, the preacher from and yeah, the Velisca House
2: and Ronnie DeFeo.
1: And Ronnie DeFeo, right? And how many others could it have influenced? The second thing we're trying to figure out is whether or not DeFeo either read the quote from the preacher and decided to use that <clears throat> shit, you know, like come up with some bullshit to tell the to tell his the cops or the, his story. What else? Or they both read it from the same place.
2: Well, and that's very possible.
1: Which is three possibilities.
2: Very much so. Now, um, there was another dude. Um, this is a total. This this story that I'm about to say is going to be full of, um, shit. But you're going to get the uh, you're going to get the the main gist of the story, because it did actually happen. This did happen. There was a guy, a college student, who. Uh, According to everybody, his his uh, college roommate and basically everybody else, he he couldn't keep a job. He'd rather just sit at home, smoke pot, things like that. He he didn't really do much of anything. Okay, it was it was a struggle for him to get out of bed and maybe even make it to the couch.
1: Is that because he smoked pot?
2: Well, it was. I think he was just lazy, like a lazy nineteen, twenty year old dude whatever couldn't keep a job like i said so therefore he couldn't pay rent his roommate was getting pissed yada yada anyway one night
1: well i just wanted to make sure you're not blaming it on pot no
2: i'm not (laughs) blaming okay no but here's here's what happens he ends up in the middle of the night leaving his apartment middle of the night leaves Goes home, which is one state away. Mm-hmm. Now it's somewhere in the Midwest, and I, I don't want to stay any state because I'd screw it up. Okay. Okay. Regardless, he leaves. He travels to his home state, specifically to his home. Kills his entire family, and then leaves. Goes back, drives all the way back to his uh, apartment. Yeah. On or just off of campus. Where he's living with his roommate goes to bed, yeah the next day the next day do you have a year on this oh God, it was very it was fairly recently, like literally within the last five years, then very next day here's what goes down they're they're basically on a manhunt for this kid now the roommate who was already who was already kind of um irritated anyway with the kid because. He couldn't pay rent, couldn't keep a job, yada, yada, yada. This kid's mom calls him, and he's she's like, um, so have you seen the news? And he's like, no, what are you talking about, mom? And the mom's like, you need to leave now because you're living with a frickin' killer. Like, the cops are after your roommate because he just killed his entire family. Now... He was like, um, he confronted his roommate about this. He's like, dude, what's going on? You know? Like, yeah. what's the deal with this? And the roommate, the kid, the supposed killer of his entire family, is saying, like, what are you talking about? I have no freaking idea what you're talking about. Um, my mom and dad are fine. I will call them right now. Calls his mom. Gets a voicemail. You know? Yeah. And that was it. Dude, my phone my phone is freaking out. are you talking about? Stupid iPhone, dude. Give me a break. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. Yeah. You better Regardless. apologize. You better apologize. Damn technology. Regardless. Yeah. So, he calls his mom and he's legitimately trying to get a hold of her. Yeah. And can't. Yeah. Now he starts to now he starts to worry a little bit. Okay. Turns out he's then arrested for the murder of his entire family. Has no recollection of this whatsoever except for Go ahead and finish the story for me. <laughs> except for the dark figure that told him a to dark do this. figure that said Now it never did. It ne Those words never came up in this in this particular story those specific words the slay utterly thing those never came up. But think about it. Number one, the kid has a hard time getting off the couch anyway. Number two, we are not pre-programmed as people to go and just freaking kill your entire family. We're, we're not.
1: Oh, well, I got the quote. I got the quote.
2: You, okay. Yeah, hit me. Hit
1: me. <laughs> this, this is what the dark figure said to this dude, this pot smoking kid.
2: Oh, it actually said something. Yeah. See, I didn't want to. Okay. Here it for, is. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got it. I got the quote. I got the audio right here.
1: <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so this kid's arrested. He says, "Yeah." And now a he's dark figure told him to kill. Going he doesn't to be give a quote. in
2: prison for the rest of his life. All right. So there's two
1: quotes that right. are
2: similar in nature, or
1: from the Bible. Okay. The other one was Ezekiel 9-6, yes. yes. which is the utterly. Yeah. yeah. The other one is Matthew nineteen fourteen. Hit me. What's it say? But Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not.
2: Forbid them not.
1: To come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven.
2: Okay, so. So it's not exact either. Well, it could could be. be, But it could be interpreted as such. It
1: could be two different quotes. But here's my problem with the second
2: part of it. Right.
1: Uh, The slay utterly.
2: And then just.
1: Right. Right. And then the other one is a quote from Jesus. Yeah. Which which says,
2: Suffer the "Suffer
1: the little children. Basically you know don't stop them from dying so that they can come to the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. if they are dying you know whatever uh so the two quotes could have been cut up put together
2: absolutely
1: whatever but yes. but the interesting point here is is that the the Velisca house guy says that right then the Amityville guy says that <clears throat> 50-some years later.
2: Right. You know, so... But what's odd about this, and I guess chalk this up to Iowa politics maybe, Yeah. that Reverend Kelly guy did confess to the murders of all these people, but nobody believed him. The dude was completely, 100%, acquitted, let go, because nobody believed that he did it. Yeah, but he was a traveling preacher, right? He was a traveling preacher who was also known was he, for we- being a peeping Tom. The dude had problems. Okay? Yeah. He had problems. Yeah. He could totally...
1: Well, did, well did he do a circuit, or was this the first time he was in this area? I don't think it was
2: the first time he was in the area. So he, he probably knows everybody in town. Most likely. I mean, and that's what you do. As a preacher, you get to know people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you just know. Well,
1: people. it depends. If he's traveling all across the country, probably not. I don't think if it was that. I think it was more regional. If he's running a, a regional circuit where he comes to the same town, you know, once right. a week, then. then but yeah. Had,
2: but had been in trouble with the law before. Freaking creeping out people because he was staring in their God blessed windows. Now, it's been proven that. The
1: DeFeo kid did not move the bodies. They died they died where in they that lay. fashion. And it has also been proven that the Villisca House murderers, that, no. that those bodies were not moved either. I don't believe that. Just covered
2: up. The, the mirrors were covered the up. The mirrors were covered up. There is new evidence now that would suggest that one of the girls that was sleeping downstairs moved. In the Villisca House basically like she made a run for the door. (coughs) Now, I don't know, which
1: is not impossible, but it's not impossible. But here's the
2: problem with the Veliska. Here's the problem with the Veliska story itself. When the, the horrible tragedy actually happened, the neighbor lady didn't see any movement from the house. Okay. And thought this was weird. Nobody had seen any member of the family that day. It was a little strange. It was a little odd because they were early risers, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So she goes, and she's knocking on the door, yada, yada, yada. She ends up getting the cops who then go and get into the house. And... Excuse me. Then they find this freaking bloodbath. That's... This is where the problem starts because now it's a crime scene, correct? Yeah. There was over, like, 100... People, members of the community who had absolutely nothing to do with the investigation itself, traipsing around throughout the house, yada, yada, yada. It's it's contaminated from start to finish at that point. There is no way, even by 1912 standards, that they could conduct any form of investigation. No, I don't
1: know, man. They didn't really have forensics back in 1912. That's my
2: point, though. It's screwed anyway from Jump Street. But now you have 100 people, 100 strangers just traipsing through? Yeah, I don't think it mattered, in my opinion. But what if one of those 100 people was the murderer? Well, was the preacher there that day? Shit, I don't know. He confessed. He did confess, but it wasn't until later. You know, it's kind of... He didn't confess that day. I
1: don't understand the whole he confessed and they let him go thing. Because they thought he was a kook. Yeah, but listen, (laughs) that's not the way cops normally work. It's not. Because if 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 how many people died? Eight. 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 In a small town community, six kids. Normally, the cops will look for anything they can get to, exactly. to bust somebody because they get pressure from the community to make a bust on the thing. <laughs> well, so if this guy confessed, I don't see a reason to let him go. Even if he was upstanding citizen, right. he still confessed. I tell you what, man. But like, it doesn't matter
2: because that is what happened. They let right. him go, right? And one thing, like, <coughs> one thing that we should definitely look, look into doing is getting Johnny Houser on this radio show. Johnny Hoser? Houser, 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 <laughs> from Veliska, who runs. I mean, he does a lot of the, uh, you know, the stuff, the tours. Yeah. Specifically, he is the most knowledgeable person on this subject. I don't know, I
1: think he's going to be a Wally Wallerton. No, he's going to say, look, your show sucks. I got, I Johnny, it it. I
2: got Johnny in my movie. I got, uh, yeah, I could get him to do an hour with us, yeah, even well, if it was on the phone. Get over here, Johnny. Get you. All right, so we'll talk to Johnny. That would be awesome. You think so? Could, yeah, absolutely. Why didn't Plus they make a
1: movie cool. about the Velisca house?
2: They wrote a book about it. Yeah? Uh, it's called Morning Ran Red. Now, it's completely fictionalized. However, it's the exact same type of scenario. Why
1: would you need to fictionalize that?
2: Well, Because I think it's all speculated. Have you
1: seen Fargo? <laughs> yeah, I saw Fargo. <laughs> there is nothing sensational about that movie, yet it is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It, it is a good movie. Yeah. It is a good movie.
2: Yeah. What I'm saying is they didn't have all the facts. So they made up some facts to tie in to to put this story with a nice little bow on it. They made it fiction. Like yes. That's what happens.
1: We should
3: uh,
1: we should make that movie.
2: You want to make the Velisca movie? Yeah, let's make the Velisca House movie. Okay, so here's the deal, people. Listening right now, we need twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> from you. <laughs> Donations can be made. Uh, via paypal yeah we're gonna... josh heard books at hotmail.com you just donate the 25 g's we will make movie magic <laughs> we'll make the villisca. not a doc no not a doc actual no, movie not a doc we are gonna we will use all of johnny hauser's research and facts that he has pulled yeah, because there's a lot of evidence now.
1: I definitely see this as a Cohen Brothers type movie too. Dude. So we'll shoot it as a Cohen Brothers. We'll we'll just completely so rip off their style.
2: I've got so many ideas right now.
0: I
1: mean just straight-faced people, you know, like like uh, The True Grit, you know, like <laughs> If you would like to kiss him, you it would be all right. <laughs>
2: I love doing this show, dude. <laughs> like, I do. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I think that yeah, straight,
1: oh. just straight man. Everybody's a straight man in the movie. Twenty five grand, twenty five thousand dollars. Twenty five. We
2: us. have. I've got a film crew that we we could do this. Yeah. Twenty five G's. And it would be a done deal. Yeah, Josh, you'll write. I'm the not. Script. I'm not writing the script. <laughs> no, you got to write the script. I would help write the script. I'll direct. Oh, geez. Speaking of which, I just I just uh, put out a new book today, the twenty fourth of October. You did, as we record this. I did. Is this a mini book? This is a, this is another paranormal tidbit on the Mothman. The Mothman, the Mothman. I wanted to plug that real quick. Well, yeah.
1: let's let's do this. Let's take a commercial break. Okay.
2: We then, will take a commercial break.
1: We'll go have a cigarette while that goes on. Okay. And then when we come back, you tell us all about your book, Delio.
2: Right. Right. We'll be right back. Here's a word from our sponsors.
0: (laughs) Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you
2: or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost?
0: If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters!
2: And good. Oh, that feels much that better. was amazing. Yes. Yes. Proud of us. All right. Uh, you got a new book out. I do. Um, like I said, this is part of the Paranormal Tidbits series that I put out. And each one of these is Amazon exclusive. Um, and they're only 99 cents. Um, but I also put it into this Kindle match book. Uh, program so basically if you buy a paranormal tidbit book you can buy or you can get another one for nothing
0: can i get an amen Can I get an amen <laughs> now you
2: can also then if you like for example let's say you buy the mothman book mm-hmm. and then want to get my first book like when ghost hunting goes wrong you could do that at a discounted price like two bucks yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, literally, you're getting, like, two books for $3. And you can begin reading them, like, right away. So, there's that little little thing.
1: I know I've seen The Mothman Prophecies. That was such a good movie. Wasn't it just about politics?
2: What do you mean? No.
1: I remember a bunch of people running around in suits. What? Well, Politicians.
2: <laughs> Wasn't it? I don't think so. No. No? I'm thinking no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This just (laughs) it. The Mothman (laughs) is on the loose. News to me. (laughs) In Point Pleasant, West Virginia. (coughs)
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not.
2: Guys eat poop. Get over it. (laughs) Get over (laughs) it. That's for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All
1: right. Uh,. So go, go and get Josh's book. It's only 99 cents. It's yeah. A, it's about the Mothman.
2: Yeah. Uh, just the paranormal tidbits. They're just nice little quick accounts.
1: Yeah, we have a link on the website too.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is uh, Net forward slash ectoplasm.
2: Ectoplasm.
1: Where you can get... All of the shows that we've done so far. Yeah. Links. You can watch my
2: new documentary. The documentary
1: is on there. It'll yeah. be up there until the end of the month.
2: Yeah. Maybe a little longer. Yeah. And I'm working on a new one. I'm working on a new documentary. Amazing. It It's spooky. Is it? Yeah. I just heard about this story. Like, I'm in the paranormal field, and I just heard about this story a week ago. What story is that? The patient's Worth story. The patience worth. Dude. Oh my God. Bizarre stuff. Give happened a, in a, happened in St. Louis, Missouri. Um Patience Worth is supposedly. Now hold on,
1: hold on. Patience worth. Uh huh. That is either a chick's name. Right. Or
2: that is her name.
1: It's about a hospital where they determine whether a patient is worth anything. Well it's a different it's a different spelling of patients.
2: <laughs> okay. So yeah, but Patience Worth is supposedly a ghost who wrote books via the Ouija board. Oh excellent. Absolutely excellent. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, should, yeah, yeah. It should be an interesting story.
1: Okay, so this is the chick who wrote an entire
2: book, twenty-nine volumes. Twenty. Okay, <laughs> okay a so, lot. So twenty-nine books. We're, we're talking four hundred thousand words.
1: Four hundred thousand words from a ghost. From a ghost via the Ouija board or a talking board. Now this is this is uh, this is funny because what you have here. What you have here is a case. Yeah, yeah. Is that you have a ghost, supposedly? Yes, writing a book via via <laughs> a ghost writer. Exactly, exactly.
2: <laughs> and so, the 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 main problem <coughs> was <is> that uh, <coughs> supposedly the the ghost writer mm-hmm. was was literally unable to to come up with such masterful works of literature herself. Because she was stupid. She apparently wasn't the coldest beer in the fridge, Yeah, apparently. She was just a few fries short of the Happy Meal. Yeah. So, apparently, yeah, she couldn't think her way out of a paper bag. Now, I don't know this for certain because I don't know her. I never met her. However, many people came to witness all of this go on yes and uh they're they're completely dumbfounded how this was actually going on how this was happening because they knew this lady and they're like she um could never do this <laughs> like she could never do this yeah so i don't know i don't know where i'm looking into it obviously a lot more very interesting it's yeah so I'm hoping within uh, you know a couple weeks I could have this documentary done. I'm thinking so. Yeah. But yeah. For right now, go on to uh, net forward slash ectoplasm and check out disclosure about the aliens and uh, alien disclosure.
1: Josh Hurd. That's J O S H uh, H E A R D. Yo, yeah. Dot net. <laughs> hey, one of these sound effects is really awesome. Hit it that one's not it that's not the one that, that's no, pretty that good one's, that one's not it <laughs> I thought it was you, you remember the sound effect that they use in movies like um, uh, it's like a horn like in The Fog Stephen King's The Fog the recent one that came out yeah. where they were trapped in a store
2: Like one of those type? Yeah. Horns?
1: Yeah. Well, they use the sound effect because it sounds really good in a theater. Oh, yeah. In THX. Heck, yeah. I thought that was one of those. It's not. Dang it. I know. It sucks. Dang it. All right. So the last freaking thing we were talking about with uh, the Villisca and the Amityville. Is there any more on that? Anything else that uh, kind of is, is related
2: there is tons of of things concerning both of those cases. You better shut your mouth <laughs> before I shut it for you but it's like there there's so many things that we have that I didn't go into because i don't I don't want to be wrong I don't want to say wrong you know what I mean i don't I don't want to say the wrong thing Well wait is this a paranormal show <clears throat> this is a paranormal show okay. You're like, oh, just say it. <laughs> yeah, just
1: say it. It doesn't matter, <laughs>
2: you know. But there's there's a a distinct difference between <coughs> between a paranormal <coughs> show and what we have going on here. You're trying to be.
1: You're trying to tell the truth I'm as best to, you can, factual, as a, as, yeah. <laughs> which is a kind of which is which is a kind of an oxymoron because no. you're talking. well in my view in your view of course because you're talking about the paranormal in fact and then you're trying to talk about facts no you can't yeah at this point in time you you can't <laughs> have both you know what i mean i think if you're going to speak about facts you got to be factual
2: well the fact is that like in Velisca, eight people were hacked you know? That's a fact. That is a fact. The fact is that nobody has ever been caught for those murders. Except except the
1: guy who confessed who they to it, go. but they let let him right. go.
2: Now, the fact is that I, it, it's paranormal in the fact that it's above the normal. It's not normal. It would make it paranormal by definition. That this dude is able to... You know, stealthily walk through this house, which is not a big house. Like literally, you could probably hear a mar- a mouse fart from the attic upstairs. You disgust me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is it's very small. You could easily hear a pin drop anywhere. Well, now you're conjecturing. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. How would that, that, that... he stealthily move through the house and do this crime? You're you're. These are the links between that
1: and Amityville, which is
2: like, how is it possible?
1: Two completely different crimes that happened decades apart. Yes, have similarities. One is that this guy stalked through the house, killed everybody in the house, and nobody seemed to be aware uh, of the fact. A- aware of the fact before they themselves became dead. Except right. that maybe one of the girls ran for the door.
2: It's speculated at this point. But yes. there was a
1: lot of them. There was eight people in that house. That's a lot of people. Then the, the Fayo kid house. walks around with a rifle and shoots everybody in the house. And Nobody moves there either. And that's even harder. And then there is this connection, which I would like to know if it's I would like to know if it's actually been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. statements were taken by the police from both of these people. Correct. Now the connection here is the slay utterly
2: suffer the children unto me
1: suffer the children under me, which supposedly the preacher had said, correct, and Defeo had said, correct. Now that those are the two links
2: supposedly spoken from a dark from a, entity, yeah, right. from
1: a dark ent- entity,
2: whatever that may be.
1: And then there is a third one that's linked not from the quote but from a dark entity told me to do it.
2: Right. Now yeah, not the quote itself but yeah, a similar type of
1: scenario. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. So I'd like to know if the, if that's a fact. Because that could be a fact. absolutely. It could, it could be. be conjecture. Right. But it could be a fact because if it was written down by the police in 1912, the when they took statement. it when they took his statement or his confession.
2: We're and, gonna dive into this more. We are. We're gonna have to get into this more.
1: We should have looked it up before we started. Well, the show. no, because
2: like I, I, I don't know where to go to get that information.
1: All over. Uh, really? The library.
2: What's a library? <laughs> <laughs> a library is a place where they have microfilm. <laughs> what
1: but the hell, no, no but you that? don't. But you know what? Google now, and this is kind of a a little.
2: Uh, fact for everybody
1: yeah google has a microfilm database too do they really yeah that's amazing so you
2: don't have to go to the library anymore to do this
1: no well in certain cases do you remember i sent you a link about the uh what's that guy that does the documentaries that you like
2: oh chad kalick
1: chad kalick did a documentary that you had me watch about uh uh the moon, and that that he thinks that there is a base on the moon. Now, he doesn't think that. He's just speculating. He's speculating that that there's something on the moon. There is a
2: camp of people out there that do believe that.
1: And what he's saying is is that there was a lot of uranium, 232.
2: I don't even remember. He's saying that
1: there's a lot of uranium on the moon.
2: And brass.
1: And brass, and that brass is only made... By smelting aluminum and copper together.
2: It's something like that,
1: yeah. And uh, that on the earth, you cannot find uranium. You
2: can't find brass naturally. Brass doesn't exist in a natural form. It has to be, it's a processed metal, like what you were saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found, after watching the documentary, based on your recommendation, Mm Mm-hmm. I did a little research. I found a newspaper article from the 70s. Right. Right? Yep. Pertaining to the finding of the uranium on on the moon. Right? With, in the soil. Moon. Yeah. Right. Which basically counters what he said is in that his what documentary. It was like, I couldn't
2: read the article.
1: The, the thing is, is that in the article, it says that the reason why you can't find uranium on Earth is because the uranium is actually coming from the sun and because the moon doesn't have any uh, atmosphere. That's right there. That it can pick up a lot of that ur- natural uranium.
2: Specifically uranium-236 or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And that it picks that up. But the Earth's, because of the Earth's atmosphere and magnetosphere, it stops a lot of that from getting in. Because if you... Look, the whole point of our atmosphere...
2: Is to block.
1: Is to block radiation from space. Otherwise, we would just... Otherwise, we'd be dead. (laughs) We'd fry. You know, so it blocks a lot of that stuff. Our our atmosphere protects us. (laughs) He's saying that uranium is coming from spent nuclear (laughs) uh, devices. Yeah. You know, it's it's nuclear waste is what he's saying. Basically, um...
0: Well, because he fuel says on rods. Earth... It was like fuel yeah, rods He or says on
1: like Earth, you only get uranium-236 from fuel rods, which are spent fuel rods. Spent fuel yeah. rods. Yeah. But that's not true. Uranium-236 occur- occurs naturally. It also mentions the brass on the moon, and I think that... Uh, Really? Which
2: that was interesting.
1: Brass, all brass is, is one element mixed with another element. Right. You could do that in the sun.
2: But who's doing, what? You're saying that the sun is spitting brass?
1: The sun spits
2: out a lot of stuff. I'm not thinking brass, though. I'm not thinking that.
1: What do you think comes out of, uh, out of, uh... What what are those things that that the plasma things that come up out of space out you know, out through space? A lot of them are four hundred times the size of the Earth. What is it? those rings that come out
2: of the sun? The sun oh, is yeah, spitting yeah, material yeah, I've all the seen, time. I've seen those, and those are the. Uh, dude, I was watching this thing the other day, and it was one of the doomsday prepper guys. Yeah talking about you know specifically those i think he was calling them solar flares yeah solar flares but what he was saying was you know if a solar flare you know which they hit the earth constantly however if a big enough solar flare were to hit the earth it would then um it would knock out literally like knock out the power grid for the entire world. Cell phones, anything electronic would not work. You yeah, know? solar
1: flare is so, energy. It's plasma. It's, right. It's metals. And uh, so that
2: was his major concern. That's what he th- was thinking. You know, like, I mean, it, it was this weird. I mean, it was very weird listening to this dude speak. Yeah, It was not freaky at all. It was just weird. Yeah. He sounded like a kook. Now, but do I believe that solar flares could hit the earth? Duh! It happens constantly. Mm-hmm. Do I think one big enough could maybe donk some crap up? Of course, it's happened before. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's absolutely happened before.
1: Well, that's what. I'm Do saying.
2: I think it could happen on that magnitude? Of course, it could. Yeah. You talk about how vulnerable we are. You know. Look, let uh, space in general.
1: Let's hold up for a second. We're gonna pause this recording. We're gonna look up this Google newspaper thing see if we can find an article from nineteen twelve in the Veliska oh, yeah, house do that.
2: we will be right back then
1: yeah hold on
2: okay quickest quickest break in the history of breaks well
1: for you guys for you guys it's been five hours for us <laughs> it no. has not been five hours no five minutes but
2: we did look into now this wasn't google microfilm or anything like that this was directly from the library of congress website yeah which is interesting hey but you I, can you can search specifically for you know events and and narrow it down by dates and things of that nature which we did do for Velisca. this is going to be interesting
1: because this is going to be mm-hmm. and in and this only really people this only took us Four minutes Literally. of searching to Literally. find this article. And what we've been discussing is a preacher that traveled around and had came to Villisca who confessed to the murders and said <clears throat> right. that he was told by an entity, uh, slay utterly, yeah. suffer, the, suffer children. the children
2: unto me. Now, uh, there's a little more here.
1: well... Actually, I think this takes away from it the might. preacher.
2: I could see
1: what you're saying. And I think over the last hundred years, the story has changed. And I think that the problem is, is that a lot of people, and I think even you are guilty of this, Josh. I'm is, guilty of a lot. Is that I think a lot of people take stories for their face value. Well, yeah. And I think that you do research, but the research you do is people who have already taken that that pop culture references at face value. Now listen to this and remember what we discussed.
2: So here we go. The, the, the name of the article farm hand is arrested for murder of Iowa family. Now letter telling a vision leads three to follow man until he is placed behind bars. So here's the actual story in St. Joseph, Missouri, John H. Bolin of Hamburg, Iowa was arrested as he alighted from the train at the Union passenger station on complaint of L.T. Reed, Harlan Burge, and Charles Ledgerwood, who had followed him from Hamburg, and who suspect him of the murder of the eight persons in Villisca, Iowa. Burge received a letter said to have been signed by Bolin, in which the letter said he had a vision in which someone was told... (coughs) To kill all persons who did not, quote, have the mark of the Lord, unquote, on them. His strange actions caused the three men to follow him to St. Joseph and ask for his arrest. So, at the police station, Bolin said he had never been to Villisca, though the others say they have seen him there. Bolin is a farmhand and at one time worked for Burge near Gravity, Iowa. He denies knowledge of the crime. So there's this letter saying to to kill all persons who did not, quote, have the mark of the Lord, unquote.
1: Now here's the quote from Ezekiel again. Okay. Slay utterly, old and young, both maids and little children and women, but come not near any man upon whom is the mark and begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. Uh Now, that is... That's nice. That's my email. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, basically, what they're saying in that article is the same quote. It's not the same words, it's but it is... not verbatim, but it's yeah, not, it's... But, but that this guy... In essence, the that same. It's not the preacher that said that a dark entity told him this. It is a guy from Hamburg, which, by the way, is less than uh, 10 miles from where we are right now. Yeah, it's close. This guy from Hamburg... Uh, Oh, no, no, no. Hamburg, yeah, it's 20 miles from us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, you can get there in I'm 20 I'm thinking minutes. Randolph. <laughs> oh, yeah, Randolph. All is- right. So, anyways, this guy said, said the quote. These three guys followed him. They arrest him. Then he denies everything. But that's where that quote comes from. So, basically, they took that piece of news. Combined it with this preacher who we still haven't even found anything on when we did a search for him in the right, newspaper. we never archive. found anything there. Okay, so so combined it with this preacher guy and said, oh, "Okay, the preacher guy said it, but actually it was a farmhand from Hamburg, Iowa." Hamburg,
2: Iowa. So, you know, that's so. There's a lot very interesting. To, a lot left to to speculation there, obviously. So, yeah, it's that's bizarre though. But I'm definitely going to look into this further. Well, yeah, because look... Because why the hell not? I think this is what
1: people do. I, I They're saying... Okay, it's a this, big
2: game of telephone, is what you're saying.
1: Yes, it's telephone. Right. And for people who don't know what that is, because that's kind of a really old reference... Damn it. It's basically the fact that you tell a story, and then the person tells your story to somebody else, and they change it a little, and as it goes down the line... By the time it gets back to you, it's a completely different story. One hundred percent different. And and I think that that's what's ha- I think that's what what may be happening here. Everything is based in fact. You know. Sure. Yeah, of course. E- everything's based off of something that may be true, but it, I think but it it it's the changed. intricate
2: details that I want. Yeah, and <laughs> I and know, I, okay. I think and I think
1: to have any credibility even as a ghost hunter and 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 as a, a paranormal writer yeah. if you're going to tell these stories you really should sit down and do all of this the actual research
2: well and this is amazing too because like this library of congress website like like what did it take us literally 4 minutes 4 minutes i mean seriously
1: and in that 4 minutes we found this guy who is a farmhand right but there was another guy that that was suspected of doing it too yeah
2: um but that was just because two boys said that he was probably the killer. Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, Either I was way, like, but regardless, you can find any news article. I mean, from I mean, and there were different counties too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we could have gone. And in these the greater, were
1: detail. and these were back when newspapers had credibility. No. Yeah.
2: No, because the article I read right before the one that we found. Yeah. The article I read said that uh, there was Josiah Moore, five children, and then two neighbor neighbor girls. Well, Well, that's that's eight people. Yep, there was no mention of his wife. They basically made his wife out to be a girl, just a kid. Well, I no no. What I'm saying is, is I'm saying it's not factual. It's still eight people, right? I mean, the numbers correct. What I'm saying is, there's no mention of his wife. Yeah, it's like well, she kind of had a yeah but there was a picture of him
1: and his wife and his three kids. That was a
2: different article entirely. Was it wasn't? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean that one it didn't even show the other the Stillinger girls. Yeah. You know, it was just their family.
1: No, I'm saying that there was no political agenda in newspapers back then.
2: That I'll give you that. Like like reporters
1: reported whatever facts yeah. they had. Then. What they found. Yeah, they <laughs> didn't give their the entire newspaper was actually a a a journalistic article and and not an op-ed, because papers it, right. now are all big op-eds. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's no real journalism left.
2: It's kind of a sad deal. Yeah, because there is an agenda with everything now. Yeah, with any form of media. Yeah, there seems to be an agenda.
1: So, so, anyways, look, I think you should do. I think you should do, uh, one of your tidbits on Amityville. On Amityville? Yeah. I could do that. But but, but no, Villisca and Amityville e- look, even if you debunk the current pop culture on the on the subject.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: I think you should do some real research,
2: come wow. up with the real facts. Well, I think debunking it would only help at this point. I it would because it would lend more facts to the case. To uh-huh. the cases, you yeah. know.
1: Well, I don't think you're going to come up with the fact of whether or not the person who killed these people were told by Right. You're not going to come up with that. Yeah, you can't debunk that because it's undebunkable. Exactly. But it, and and, and especially state. since we just read an article from a newspaper that was published in 1912. Yes. That mentions the quote that now, is there another newspaper article from 1976 that quotes maybe the Defeo kid? It saying, very well could be. Kill everybody that doesn't have the mark or Within or uses that same quote That's from same. the Bible. Ooh, you know what I mean? That would be insane. Then you actually have a link, a provable link, right? Not just, "Hey, I found this on a forum on the internet." type of link you know what i mean now we have actual published newspaper article that says that he that quotes his him saying that you see what i mean i like it that's what i like it's sexy that's the skeptic in me
2: but no that's that's good man that's why it's so awesome having you be a part of the show if it wasn't for you i would have number one i would have the exact same paranormal-type radio show that everybody else and their dog has. You know what I'm saying? Which is, just, it's,
1: it's all true. Believe it, it that's it's just they story. They're, they're,
2: they're talking to an audience that already believes in the paranormal mm-hmm. 100% wholeheartedly. I have to work a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I'm setting my beliefs. So are you. Yeah. You know, so... We could sit back here. and We could just bitch at each other for an hour and a half or two hours yeah. or whatever. We yeah. decide. And that's that. But damn it, that's good radio. Because, yeah. <laughs> because not a lot of people are doing that. The, is truth, what I'm saying. the
1: truth of the matter is these stories that you have, these paranormal stories, are
2: all true. They're based in fact. They're all based in fact. But over the years maybe have been skewed. And I will give you that. Well, the paranormal aspects
1: of the story... My house is haunted. Well, yeah. You can't Jesus. prove that.
2: I I will never be able to 100% prove that. But
1: you can prove the claim. Did that person really claim their house was haunted? Well, yeah,
2: of course. Did they state what happened
1: in the house? That's all true. If that person said that, it's true that they said that. It may not be true that it happened the way they said, right, but they right. still said that. And so the Amityville house is a, is a good case in point. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe the Amityville house is haunted. I do believe in ghosts. But it's still a good story. And the reason why it's still a good story, right, is because of the way it all happened. There's a story in there. There is a true story in there. Of course. That you can report on. And it's still interesting. It's very interesting. Even if it is... Factually untrue that there was a spirit or ghost or demon that influenced the murders of, of this family doesn't matter. Right. The fact is this kid killed his family in the house.
2: Yeah, it's, shit went it's, down.
1: It's linked back to... Uh, it's somehow linked either through fact or through pop culture. Right. That's not real. It's linked back to the Vallisca murders and... The second family moved into the house and only stayed there 28 days and claimed that it was the house had a, a, a lot of paranormal activity. Yeah. And that's interesting stuff. And I know that you believe in the paranormal, so you are are looking for that to be true. I don't believe in the paranormal <clears throat> ultimately, but I'm still looking for
2: that story that's in there. Right. You know. Now ultimately though, you know yeah, is there a part of me that wants these stories to be true? Of course. Mm-hmm. Because I everybody enjoys a good ghost story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I dig it. But at the same time, if it were to be 100% like, discredited, disproved, you know, then I would move on. I mean, I would take that. I would accept it, and I would move on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, if there was a part of me that wanted it all to be true... Fuck yeah that would be amazing uh-huh you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like ultimately, when I'm doing research, though, you know, I was trying to rip apart like for example the the patient's worth documentary that I'm working on yes i want I wanted to somehow say it came out that oh, this absolutely could not have been possible, one hundred percent, no way now for you. All you have to do is hear the story and be like, well, that's horse shit. Yeah. There's absolutely no way that could be possible. But it's harder for you to do that. It's harder. Exactly. Yeah. It is. It's a bitch. Yeah. Because I do I want it to be true? Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Do I think it could have been fabricated? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Do I think that this lady might have been possibly putting together one of the first paranormal schemes out there? Fuck yes! Yeah, of course. She's the ringer. Maybe, <laughs> and she very well could have been. Uh, Maybe she just put up this facade, like she was some beautiful dumb little girl. You know? Yeah. Dropped out of dropped out of high school, which she did in fact do. Yeah. Was not did not have the same caliber of education as anyone else. Uh-huh. But what if? But what if that was all just a, a farce? I'm going
1: to write a book. Do it. And I'm no oh, listen. listen this hypothetical (laughs) damn it i'm gonna write a book and i'm gonna publish it i'm gonna sell 150 copies okay the reason i'm gonna sell 150 copies is because (laughs) i'm a stupid person that drives a truck that that kind of an entrepreneur guy that that started a couple businesses right Uh, you know i have good ideas but at the end of the day I'm just a a guy who drives a truck from Iowa, sitting in the den of your house, and I don't have an audience. Now I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to say, I didn't write this book. Right. Uh, A fucking A supernatural entity wrote this book, and I translated it for him. And now, now I'm fucking Joseph Smith. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And everybody wants my book. Now I'm going to sell 150,000 copies.
2: Well, that was one thing, though, is there was no... To my knowledge, and like I said, I still have a lot of digging to do, but as of right now, I could not find any monetary gain for the family.
1: She wrote 29 fucking (laughs) volumes of a book.
2: But where are those books? They are in a museum right now. They are in a museum in St. Louis, Missouri. And... That's it. You can get a, a You can't copy. buy copies yes, of these you, books. Yes, you can. But they're, you know, obviously just been dictated from the actual book themselves. These were handwritten, like books.
1: <laughs> can I go to Amazon.com and buy this chick's book? Yes. What year did you write the book? Oh,
2: I think it was 1913. Or some she's shit long, like that. She's long dead. Very much so. Very much so. I
1: thought this was recent.
2: When <laughs> when the ghost writer, her name was Pearl, I believe. By the way, Pearl, Pearl, Pearl Curran was her name. Now, what would happen was Pearl would then you know receive these messages via the Ouija board, and then she would then dictate what was being said to her husband John, who is the one that wrote them down. So. But yeah, that's that's how it went down. But yes, the only original copies of these 29 volumes are locked up safe in a museum. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you just paid my ass. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. But, but what I'm trying to say is I'm trying the book- to discredit her. I'm trying to flat out say, because if I could make a documentary saying 100%, without a doubt, she was full of shit. She was from St. Louis? Absolutely. Library of Congress. Yeah. Newspaper article. She, yeah. And it's all in there, because when she died, when Pearl Curran died, yeah. the newspaper article read, it said, Patience Worth is dead. It didn't... <laughs> It's, the headline didn't even say her name. It said the, the damn ghost's name. Yeah. <laughs> so it's bizarre. But if I could 100% prove that she was full of shit, I would have one killer documentary. What do they call that
1: when a writer?
2: A ghost writer. No, a pen name. A pen name, yes, absolutely. And that that's what I What's want. What's another to... word
1: for pen name?
2: I don't know. What do you mean? I just had
1: it in my head now. I can't think of it. Pseudonym,
2: oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. isn't that what it is? Yeah, you, or you could have a. Uh, there's other terms. Isn't well. pseudonym? Well, pseudonym the... would not be for a name. Oh, okay. But yeah, I get what you. What, 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 what is what that? Word, what is yeah, that? I'm word. Trying to even think of it right now, I can't. I smell what you're stepping in, though. And it stinks. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah.
1: what else? It's good stuff, man. Yeah. It's good stuff.
2: It is good stuff.
1: I I really think you ought to do some research on the Amityville. Yeah, I think so too. I think And write another
2: Like a paranormal ra- tidbit. Write another
1: something. paranormal tidbit. Yes. But only write about the facts, not the pop culture, not, not the anything speculation. That's
2: right. Not anything that's
1: and and, and and the point of it is to link Velisca with Amityville. Yes. If there is no if link. Can be done. If there is no link, right about that, there is no link. Yeah. Everybody's wrong. There's no link. There is no link. If there is a link, if that guy and the link would be the the
2: farmhand from Hamburg, who did, see and that was insane information that I had never heard before. Yeah. And I've heard the Velisca story umpteen zillion times. Yeah.
1: So and Danny DeFeo Ronnie Ron, Ronnie DeFeo. Right. So it's so it's Hamburg Farmhand
2: and Ronnie Ronnie DeFeo. DeFeo.
1: Now look, I don't think Ronnie DeFeo read a newspaper article from from I don't the Chicago so Tribune,
2: right? And I don't believe so either. That,
1: that said, Farmhand arrested claims, you, you know, claims voice told him to kill everybody without the mark,
2: right? Right, right. and then.
1: Three guys follow him, get him arrested. But I don't think Danny DeFeo read that, right? Yeah, I, I But if Danny DeFeo or Ronnie DeFeo no. says, hey, a voice said, kill everybody without the mark. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We should look that up, too. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> God damn it. D- d- because this is going to take because months. Because it could
1: be the same quote. It might not be the... Slay utterly. That may this not what even I, be in there. That's what I'm trying. Might yeah. not say anything about children. It may just be slay everybody without the mark.
2: Yeah, We're going to have to dig into this. You know? Like, this is going to take months. That at
1: least connects the two. Yes. Because, and it may not be connected through a deity or a demon or a dark force. Mm-hmm. It may just be that these two people read the same Bible. You know what I mean? Very read the same thing in the Bible and then was motive were motivated to kill and we don't even know if this guy got arrested or we, we know he got arrested but we don't know if he got convicted because the paper doesn't say but oh I mean, that guy yeah, yeah yeah i bet if you dig in a little more you can find out if that guy was actually convicted of the murders yeah
2: we should do that too
1: you know because right now they're saying nobody was convicted of the murders right that is correct and they're saying the only suspect ever questioned was a preacher which is untrue because we found two well, people. Well, No, there were was questioned. a
2: lot of suspects. <coughs> there was, I mean, a lot, <coughs> a lot of suspects.
1: Yeah, but it turns out that a farmhand from Hamburg was was the one the quote came from. Because now that they're saying the farmhand said that, to, right? These three guys followed letter. him in a letter, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, you can't attribute that to any other suspect. That yeah, means the no. preacher didn't even say that right and it's funny how when we started the podcast
2: we were we
1: were i you were telling me the story i know nothing about it yeah you're saying hey it was a preacher he said he he said this quote and we were convinced that that happened and then we stop we look it up and find (laughs) out the preacher never even said that at all will i say what as far as we're concerned so far we did so far listen people we did a search for this preacher's name which is james kelly right
2: uh yeah so we
1: did a search for james James kelly on the newspaper archive and in in the four minutes we did the search we couldn't even find his name in in the newspaper so not to say he doesn't exist i'm just saying we didn't find his name in the newspaper so you know
2: yeah i'm looking here george kelly george kelly george kelly
1: yeah, but I so bet yeah, you...
2: There's so much more to look into, though.
1: But I bet you those links in Google are telling you that he had this quote, but I bet if you look his name up in the newspaper, it doesn't to, say anything about that.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to look into this way more.
1: Yeah, I think we stop the show, look into it way more, come back next week. Yeah. Oh, next, Wait. next week, we have a Nazarene minister coming
2: in. Oh, is that what's going down? I think so. Okay, I was going to say, because if... I've got my bandmate, Brad, who is chomping at the bit, wants to come, wants to do a show with us. Yeah. We could just sit around, BS, talk music, leave the paranormal by the wayside for one show. Yeah. Because Brad and I together are paranormal enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Well, we've got... That would be awesome. We've we've got if we get the minister.
1: We got the minister to get a persp- a, a, a theological perspective on the paranormal,
2: which is going to be so awesome. Yeah, I think so. It'll be a and good this, show. This
1: guy's a good guy. Absolutely. He's very interesting. Yes. Uh we planned on doing a show about reincarnation. We have
2: talked about that too, yes.
1: Uh and now we've got a show that we want to do with uh with your drummer
2: yeah with brad
1: brad now for those who don't know because i think anybody who's listened before knows that josh is in a band i am in a band uh and he is very fucking talented and should be doing concerts and making records but obviously (laughs) he's got a problem with motivation
2: is that what it is yeah but (laughs) But it's, it's not probably. a full,
1: he, he, it's called JB Acoustic. Look it up. Yeah. And, uh, JBacoustic.com. Yeah. And uh, it's a two-piece band.
2: Yeah. It's just me playing guitar, Brad playing drums.
1: Uh-huh. And that's it. And you singing. And, and yeah, he and does do. backup vocals. Yeah.
2: he And he does uh, a fair majority of the singing as well. Yeah. But yeah. The problem, it's a lot of fun. The
1: problem is, is that when you do
2: gigs, you're just a cover band. When we do gigs, yes, we're a cover band. However, like for the full-length documentary that we have coming out, yeah. We are going to be doing the the soundtrack with that with
1: original music.
2: Correct. And with uh Johnny Hauser has agreed to help with that as well. Let's
1: warm up for this 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 uh episode where we bring him in. Okay. I don't like cover bands. You don't. No, I don't damn it Uh, look they they have their purpose (laughs) absolutely they do they have their purpose and you were you are among and i'm not saying this because you know we're doing this together here right you are really fucking talented thank you and uh when you sing you do a really good job of mimicking these other motherfuckers music you know what i mean right Uh, who cares about that that in and of itself doesn't mean you're talented because any fucking bum can be in a cover band if he can sing into a mic sure the, the, the thing about you is is that you actually have a good voice <laughs> and you could make your own music you know what i mean yeah it, you're not ju- you're not a mimic you know i don't see right. i don't see here let me break it down i don't see a mimic in you you know what I mean? I appreciate. That. I see something. I see something that can be original. Now you're a little non-motivated on the music side. You yeah, know, I've
2: just got a lot of stuff going on elsewhere. Yeah. You know, and it's it's understandable. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to do many things. You know, especially on the paranormal side of of the coin. Yeah. The music aspect for me is. It's fucking therapy. That's what it is, man. Those songs that we sing, we sing for reason. Yeah. I mean, it's not just like, oh, this song sounds really good. We should play it. No. This song has a message that somehow rings true with one of the two of us, and that's why we play it.
1: Yeah. But it's
2: somebody else's message. It is somebody else's message. I want to hear your message. I have original songs. I was in a band before, Yeah, and we did original music. Yeah and
1: do they suck
2: no no
1: is that bias yes are you l- <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, play them for me i'll tell you whether they suck
2: yeah because that's the
1: kind of asshole that. i am if
2: i could find the recordings i like, will i will do that
1: i'd be like man that sucks
2: You'd be like hey that sucks out loud but
1: let's go to the next one
2: <laughs> that sucks even that harder. one's
1: a, that one's a little better but it still sucks, it still sucks. <laughs> yeah come up with something better
2: so here's what I think we're gonna do. At the end of the show, at the end of the show, I'm going to I'm gonna play a song. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna acoustic guitar, my voice. That's it.
1: Oh, now you're fucking
2: committed. No, that's yeah, see, that's now what I already I already I've already laid down the guitar track. So you, literally, it's me sing standing in front of a microphone and singing this song, and that's that.
1: But you gotta be out of here by three o'clock. I do. So yeah. I got some work to do, man. I got yeah. work to do.
2: All right. So at the end of this, I will put up that song.
1: If you if you don't put the song on, you're then gonna people have to, are going to think I'm a. Liar. You're going to have to cut this
2: out. <laughs> I'm putting up the song. I do, will do. Do you that.
1: Want, do you want to record a different ending right now, just in case you got to no, cut this part absolutely out? Absolutely not.
2: No, it's it's. You're going gonna do to do it. It's going to happen.
1: All right, we better end it so you
2: can, <laughs> do it. So I can get to work.
1: All right, people, follow us on Facebook.
2: Yeah, and on Twitter, uh, shoot us emails. We love that stuff.
1: Give us the links to the Twitter and Facebook. The
2: Twitter is... Where's my phone? God, okay. Every God-blessed week we do this. Twitter,
1: Ectoplasm Show, or at Ectoplasm Show. Right. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash ectoplasm show.
2: And then it's just ectoplasm show at gmail.com. There you go. And so, yeah, drop us a line. Cause we wanna... Have we gotten an email yet? Yeah. Well, David. Hey, David. Yeah, hey. <laughs> we, we have got messages from David.
1: Yeah. Who else? Nobody? I'm drawing a blank right now. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> You're like, whatever. <laughs> I, I
1: dare I double dog dare you, you know, people to email us, even if it's just yeah. piss off.
2: Tell us how much we blow. Get
1: off the blogosphere. (laughs) Get off my inner webs.
2: Leave my inner webs alone. You motherfuckers. (laughs) Get all mad. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to have to watch our mouth next week with the minister, aren't we? No. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, whatever. No, you'll see. He's a good guy. He's a very cool guy. I've only had the opportunity to talk to him maybe once or twice. If you're a paranormal fan...
1: But you're not so much of a God fan. We're not listen. We're not going to be talking about God in so much as talking about God.
2: We're not going to be preaching in any way, shape, or form.
1: God and religion, Christianity, will come up, but it's not the focus of our show. The focus is the focus of this one will be to find out the view of the paranormal.
2: Yeah, coming
1: from a theologist, and and uh and to and to get a perspective from somebody who is a professional yeah religionist absolutely you know like, what I mean this
0: will be
2: very interesting show, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun having him here,
1: yeah, and we're not here to debunk God, no debunk no Jesus no, 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 no. debunk the holy ghost or or religion no. I'm not here to debunk somebody's belief in the paranormal, whether that's whether they believe in that or or not. I will right. I will say that he is more uh he is more open to demonology than he is to disembodied spirits.
2: And so. I think that yeah, we're gonna get into it. I'm not gonna say anything yet. You know? Yeah. But I, I would totally hop on board with his thought yeah. right there. Because that's what he studied. Yeah. But this is gonna be a fucking great show. Yeah. Like, it'll be cool just having him here and getting his take on everything.
1: Maybe we record both shows, went back to back,
2: and then we just decide which one to release. Yeah, we could do whatever. We could record both shows next week and then take a week off. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah. So If you were going to be here tomorrow, we could just record them. Oh, I've got such a busy weekend, though. Yeah, you suck. Jesus, God. All right, people, have fun. Well, we will see you... Later on the flippity flop by <laughs> <laughs> why
0: I'm into truthful mood to tell. On the map, tangled up when my heart gets lost. Cut me down the sides, cut me down the size I believe cut me down. They're gonna be easy No nobody said Kid, it's gonna get is the Women is a place for only those Who pay their bills on time a way of turning innocence into a crime Cut me down to size Cut me down to size I believe Cut me down Gonna be easy. Nobody said, Kid is gonna get hurt. They say, give up and go back where you belong. Dreaming's for the dead kid, the road is too long. The middle finger in the air, I'm still here. rigging them. pay the same way For sinners and saints I believe Beginners test the water And suffer the fate You don't know What I've seen You don't know What I've seen You don't know What I've seen You don't know This is what I've always wanted Everybody said it ain't gonna be easy Nobody said kid is gonna get hurt they say give up and go back where you belong. Dreaming's for the dead kid, the road is too long. Middle finger in the air, I'm still here, digging them. All. Finger